G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There certainly are a lot of stories of hardship that we'll hear when farmers are doing it tough, whether it's drought, whether it's fire, whether it's all sorts of things that can come upon people who are working the land. Well, a great story to tell today out of southeast Western Australia where farmers have been generous to one another. In other words, farmers who are doing well, looking out for those who are not doing so well. Trevor Young from Wagen back with us again today. Hello, Trevor. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's great to be here again. It's really great and exciting to hear and be able to share what God's doing in so many parts of Australia. What God's doing in the hearts of Christian farmers in particular, there's some wonderful initiatives that have kicked in over recent times when there are some farmers who've been doing it particularly tough uh, in times of drought and other farmers have been having a, uh, a bountiful harvest, so to speak. How does it work when someone gets an initiative that says, uh, we've got a little bit of a surplus this year, how about we help out our mates? Well, this comes back to the group of men that I'm working with and are working with me in the Wagen area. About the first or second year we got started, um, we were having an abundant season down here. And one of the blokes said, why have we got an abundant season? What can we do with our surplus? Now, at the same time in that, in the northern wheat belt, around Morrowa, Mullowa, Mingan, those areas in the northern wheat belt, they'd been doing it tough for two to three years, drought after drought after drought, and they're having a really hard time. And so we came down here in Wage and we prayed about it and we said, we believe God wants to give some of the excess that we've got to the farmers up in the northern wheat belt. And we thought, well, how can we do that? That next night, one of our members contacted the chairman, then chairman of the Cooperative Bulk Handling, the grain handling organisation here, said, we've got this idea, can we get your help to do it? And they had been talking about the same, the very same thing that day before at their board meeting, saying, we have a situation here, we need to help these farms up north, what can we do to organise to, to do something? So that, that was the genesis between four farmers in Wagen, the board of the CBH in Perth meeting, all at the same time, thinking the same thing. And so we set up with CBH a grain donation scheme where farmers who had surplus grain were able to deliver grain, put it in as a donation to help farmers in the northern wheat belt. And thousands of tonnes of grain were delivered that year as a surplus, as a donation. And one of the great stories that came out of that was that one farmer had delivered, I think the figure was 37.5 tonne of grain. The CBH people looked at him up and said, I think we've got an apology, we've done our numbers wrong, which should have been 3.75 tonne. He said, no, it's 37.5 tonne. That's what I want to give because I want to help farmers in the northern wheat belt. And we, I don't know how many thousand tonne of grain were, were given, but there's thousands of tonnes of grain given. That provided seed for the farmers in the northern wheat belt for the next season. That provided money that was given as well to provide things like bulker bags, provide cleaning costs and transport and freight. And CBH really got on board with this, and they did an amazing job of delivering seed grain to the farmers in the northern wheat belt. Now, I had the privilege of going with one other farmer the next year. They had a harvest Thanksgiving service up there early the next season. And just to hear the heartfelt stories of those guys... They'd had the plans, they'd had the succession, but they were, they were gutted. And just to think that farmers elsewhere would care enough to give them enough grain to get started, that gave them hope, that gave them light, that gave them opportunity. 
and that was a real blessing of God. And that started a cultural change within CBH to the extent there now where they still receive donations. They give a lot of the funds back to organisations like Food Bank now. And that's really started a cultural change in CBH. And that started from four farmers, Christian farmers, meeting in Wagen and praying and being obedient to what God wanted them to do. I think listeners will be able to hear the emotion yeah. in your voice as you're sharing that. Yeah. And, uh, and it is emotional because when your livelihood, when your family, or when your sense of well-being is threatened because of uh, issues like drought or whatever other uh, tragedies may actually come upon particular farmers, to actually have a hand extended makes all the difference. Oh, look, and it's very humbling to be the one saying, here, we want to give you a bit of grain to receive the thanks and to receive, because the emotion is there. It's incredibly hard when you've been farming for two to three generations, build a farm up, and farmers then were in their stage where they wanted to retire and move off. They wanted to hand the farm on. They'd written the succession plan, written all the details, but they were stuck because they had no money to do anything. And they were like sitting, sitting with your hands tied to the chair and not being able to move. And that was the story they painted time and time again. And just to think that our little bit of grain that God provided was enough to give them hope. That, that's just an amazing story. And is, is there a sense in which that generosity becomes contagious? Someone takes the lead and says, I've got some surplus this year. Uh, who can I help with this? And others say, well, hey, I've got a surplus too. Is it a contagious thing? People uh, get generous together, and I imagine it's something you want to see continue to grow. But uh, tell us about the heart for people who recognise generosity and then see a sense of leadership of someone taking the lead and saying, well, I've got more than enough let's do something, others actually coming in behind and being supportive? Well, in this particular instance, there was one little story about a farmer who was advised to not give any grain. And he rang me up and said, look, I'm not going to give grain, but I'm willing to give some cash. And he picked an amount and said, I'm willing to give up to this amount. I think it was $2,000. He's only a small farmer, but that's what he wanted to give. We had a call in the northern wheat belt from a cleaning works, and they said, we need some bulker bags. And I said, well, how much are the bulk of bags going to cost? And he said, $2,000. So I rang this first farmer up and said, are you happy for them to pay that? And they said, yes, just put it on our account through the, through the stock firm. And that's an incredible generosity from nameless people to help other people and bless them. And coming back to your earlier question, farmers historically have been very generous to other farmers. But the move of, that I see in this particular case is that it was a prompt of God to bless and to nurture and to and express the love of Christ in action. And that's what we need to be doing right across this, expressing the love of Christ in action, in physical means and physical methods. And there's a sense in which uh, when you talk about Christians and being farmers, there are a lot of people who are very deeply devoted to their faith, who are on the land, and their faith is very strong. They're looking for opportunities to serve God, and they might be in a different way than people in the city might think about how they serve God. But this is one way that's taking what's in their hand to be a blessing when God says, I need you to move with that extra uh, for uh, for your fellow farmers that are not doing so well. Yeah, look, I'm on a farm. We've leased our farm out about seven years ago to do a whole lot of stuff for God. And one of the joys I find with living on the farm is I'm so close to God as a creator. Scripture talks about the, the whole of creation groaning. Scripture is a, is a witness to the creation of God, and the creation is a witness to, to God's glory and God's care and the depth of God's detail. So you've only got to look at your natural environment and see that as an expression of the depth of God's love for each one of us. And I always maintain that if you're farming, you've got to be either a compulsive gambler 
or you've got to have faith in a creator, provider God. And it's the only two ways I've ever been able to see it. I've been, I was the gambler. I've now got total faith in, in the creator God, and it's a much better way to live. I can tell you. Well, Trevor, you are an inspiration. You wear a lot of hats in the communities that are to the southeast of Perth. I uh, want to thank you so much for taking some time today to share your heart with us and the good things that God's doing in your community. Oh, look, thanks, Neil. It's really easy to focus on the negatives, the fears, the woe is me, but it's incredibly important to tell the stories of what God is doing. It's incredibly important to give people hope, and it's incredibly important to be Christ in action in the community. And it's, as I said, it's not about my glory. It's about glorifying God, expressing Christ, and doing it in practical ways because God is a practical God and he loves us in practical ways and we need to express that wherever we go. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.